Previously on Just Cow in the City. What is this Thanksgiving you speak of? Now, when you're dealing with fractions, real tomato ketchup? Bag? If she wasn't hot, there's no way this movie would have been made. You know, I can't believe it. I'm asking you, do you have Sarah Silverman's phone number? I would rather see those two guys just sing a bunch of songs and banter than have done this. Paul in. why do Hell's Angels wear leather? Because Chiffon gets caught in the spokes. That's because he's an ass. He's always in trouble, as if he was a third grader. He's like Barney Rubble. He seems pretty dumb, but he always has fun. Just cow in the city. Sometimes he's witty when the pressure is low. Just cow in the city. He's dynamite. Podcast should be on the radio. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. You know what? Hello, everybody. Uh, I just realized January 2nd of 2024, the 100th episode. Of the Just Cow in the City version of the Dave Just Cow podcast. Just Cow in the City, when we change the name from the Nightfly, 100 episodes, January 2nd, 2024. Exciting. And when I say exciting, not that really exciting. I don't have any plans for it. It's just, you know, that's the way it is. Uh, we're on a, a, episode about 450 or so. It, in fact, I think it's 450. This episode, 450. The spread, the night fly, just got out of the city. 450 podcasts, almost 500 episodes of your favorite podcast. And your favorite podcaster, Dave Juskow. How are you, everybody? Hope everybody had a great two weeks and a great Thanksgiving. We were technically away last week, but we had the interim show, which is uh, Professor Juskow and his films of the 80s, which I heard feedback from some of you that you really enjoyed the episode. I cannot tell you how happy that makes me. You know, now that I think about it, I should have made the bonus show along with that and just showed kind of the slides and stuff I have for the class. I should have done that along. So we'll do that next time. But I have so many pictures to get through. Uh, I don't know whether I'll, and I don't know if I'll finish them before the end of the year. And I don't know if I care to finish them before the end of the year. And I don't know if you care. So I just like having the pictures to show. And we like to show about 20 pictures in every episode, which is a lot of pictures. So I don't like to show any more than that. We don't want the bonus show to be really be over, you know, seven to nine minutes, and that's still a long time. It Really, the bonus show should be about five minutes. Yeah, because that's hard to watch. Maybe I should make it shorter. Well, nobody said anything yet, so I guess it doesn't matter. I guess nobody's complaining. And maybe there's a different way to put it together. I don't know. Come to the beginning of the year, we usually make a few changes that last an entire year, you know, like the theme song. If you have an idea for the new... 2024 theme song, let me know. Got to get away from the Stormfront one, which I think has been a lot of fun. I enjoy listening to it when it comes on. But anyway, I hope everybody had a great holiday. I haven't seen you for two weeks. It's great to be back. What a miserable day it is in New York City today. I just went to the diner with my friend Alina. Goddamn, I, I, I was told it wasn't supposed to rain until 5 o'clock in the afternoon. And as soon as we left the diner, it started raining. The As you know... Maybe don't know. I have a pair of shoes my sister bought me because none of my shoes are waterproof. She bought me some waterproof shoes, which I love, but I also hate because for some reason in this building that I live in, as soon as I get out of the elevator and walk to the lobby, it squeaks and squeaks and squeaks and it does it nowhere else. I don't know what it is about these floors. I know they wax them every day and I guess that has something to do with it and they squeak. So everybody knows I'm coming. It's really embarrassing. Uh, I sound like that old lady from the 16 Candles. That was in Poltergeist with his squeaky shoes. So I feel like a fucking idiot, but the shoes look cool and I like them. They're comfortable and they're waterproof. And of course, today, because it said it wasn't going to rain, even though I knew I was walking through Central Park to come back and I knew I had to walk through Central Park and I had to walk 
because I had to walk off the meal because I'm having another meal this evening and I am so overweight, it is insane. Those shoes just didn't look good on the laundry day clothes that I was wearing, so I just put on sneakers and of course, as soon as I got home, my feet were completely drenched. I have no shoes that are waterproof, nothing except this one pair that thank God my sister got for me I wear and tear shoes. I wear them for a long time. It's just so horrible that I only have this one pair. I can't wear sneakers. Nothing. Nothing is waterproof. I just don't understand it. So finally, you know, she bought me this waterproof pair. And of course, I didn't wear them today. Of course, I didn't wear them today. I'm walking. It's totally raining. And I refuse to take the subway or any other way home. I'm not definitely not taking a cab. I would have taken the subway. But had to walk. Had to walk. It, was, it wasn't pouring but I had to walk because there's just no way. I'm so fat. Uh, I think uh, my pants aren't fit. I know something's wrong. <laughs> I, and I think it's because I just haven't been walking. And I mean, I walked home from work finally this week a little bit, but I haven't been walking home from work because I've had so much stuff to do. I've rushed home, whether it to, to be to take a nap so that I can go out and have wings or to record a podcast or so, or to drop my stuff down and go out. So I haven't been walking home. I've been zooming home, putting my stuff down and going out. So I've been walking. So finally Monday, I walked a little bit. So I got to keep, boy, it's really, if I don't walk enough, it, you know, obviously the way I eat and you guys know how it is, especially after Thanksgiving, it's either all or nothing. I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to have a problem. The one thing that keeps me, I don't want to say slim because I'm definitely not slim, but from I don't know, looking like John Candy, I guess, is uh, the walking. And if I left, well, see, even if I left the city, I'm sure I would walk. I love walking. Even if that would be even better, if I lived in Jersey, I would probably walk. I love walking around. Especially if I lived on the boardwalk in like Long Branch or something, I'd just take a walk down that boardwalk all the time. Maybe I'd even start running again. I don't know. Ugh. Whatever. Anyway. We got two weeks of stuff to talk about. And when I say two weeks, I really mean one way. I don't think I did anything this week. I got kind of depressed. You know, I get depressed this time of the year. Everybody knows that. And I just, I don't, you know, who knows why. And I mean, I know everybody does, but mostly it was because on Thanksgiving, you know, I went to my sister's and which is, was fine. And, uh, you know, they did invite people over. Remember I was, the last time I was complaining, like they always invite people over after we eat. Well, this time they ate with us, which was fine. And then they just sit in another room and talk for hours. And I am not interested in their conversation. I am just not interested in it. So it's fine. With, as long as they don't care and Beth isn't mad at me. Why are you joining the conversation? I'm like, everything you're talking about for me sucks. Because you're either talking about politics or your neighbors and I just don't care. And I just want to watch TV and take a small nap. You know that. I already said all this already. So my plan, as you know, because that's why I didn't have a show last week, is that I was just going to hang around the house with the, you know, a, a bustling household. And everybody left. On Friday, they all went to Long Island for one of my brother-in-law's, like, friends or something. And nobody was in the house. So so if I start off on Wednesday, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, I want to go before that, too. But I'll start off on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving is that I realized, oh, my God, how when am I going to get my car out of the garage? Right. Getting out of the city after the Thanksgiving Day parade you all know about, as you know, my car is parked on the parade route. Yes. Can I leave at like one o'clock in the afternoon after the parade is over? Sure, I can. But there is a line, you know, waiting for the Lincoln Tunnel or especially the Holland Tunnel. I'm never doing that again is the worst thing on the planet. It really is one of the worst things. Sitting in traffic sucks. And sitting in traffic when you know there's going to be traffic isn't horrible, but it just sucks. And it just really, really sucks. And I wasn't interested in doing it. And I said, what if, you know, I take the car in the FDR drive and go through Staten Island? Would that be better? Uh, anything to not be in the traffic. So I said, what if I leave during the parade? But wait a minute, I can't do that because I can't get my car out of the, 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 the parking garage because there's fucking Snoopy's going by and they're not going to let me take my car and, and, and go through because I might make the Pillsbury Doughboy 
fall out of the sky. I, I it's a fucking nightmare. And you, how could I forget? So I'm sitting here on Wednesday night. Remember, I'm working four to midnight on Wednesday. It's the last day I think of working four to midnight. So there's a whole nother snafu. I'll tell you about it later, or whatever, even if you care, right? I'm working four to midnight. So I had all day I could go get the car and try and park it in my neighborhood. So they're like, I'll park it in my neighborhood. That way I just get going. I'll go right down the FDR drive. It's closer to me. But of course, I slept until three o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, well, I can't go get it now. So I got to start working for it. So I said, all right, should I go on my break at eight o'clock? No, I might not make it back in an hour because who knows if I'll be able to find parking. Who knows if you can get across the midtown during this time of the year. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to work until midnight and then I'm going to get the car. This is a risky move because the people that work overnight are idiots. And they're not going to know my routine that I have to go downstairs and start the car. But fortunately, so then I left exactly at midnight. I was ready to go. I left. I called for the car. Anyway, I got there. The door, of course, is closed. I'm ringing the bell. And fortunately, it's a guy that I know. He speaks perfect English. He knows my car. I mean, thank God. Uh, But I felt awful like coming that late. And then, of course, I had to go downstairs, start the car. But it starts in two seconds with my thing. And then I bought it home, found a space right on my block. Couldn't believe it. It was beautiful. But it was just the, I'm like, oh, my God. Well, I'm going to go at midnight now and get the car. So, obviously, I'm stressing. Who wouldn't stress about this? It's it's not like you can just take your car and go. I've talked about this enough. It's very, very stressful. But I found a a parking space right down the street. It was perfect. And then I said, you know what? I'm going to leave around 10, 30, 11 while the parade's going on. Nobody will suspect it. Nobody will be any of the wiser. And I did it. I couldn't believe it. I woke up. I'm like, I'll just get to pets early. You know, who cares, right? Who cares when I get there? I'm like, what time is dinner? She's like, four o'clock. I'm like, great, great. I'll just, you know, go to Jersey and be in Jersey and I won't be in any traffic. So I go down the FDR. There's no problem. I, you know, you always just think there's going to be traffic somewhere. How can there not be traffic in Staten Island? There's always traffic in Staten Island. But there was nothing. I don't know. I go over the Arizona Bridge. Still nothing. Then there's traffic in Staten Island, but it was moving. It was moving, and I didn't care, and I was listening to the football game. No, no, that wasn't on yet, was it? But I go, but it's really not that much traffic. It's not that much traffic. And I just go, where do I go? I just I just went, I think I went to Metuchen, New Jersey, which if you look it up, they say is like one of the greatest places to live. It's right, it's right around where we grew up. That's right. No, I went to Edison first, where I grew up. And stopped at this liquor store to see if they had my little nips that I like. And the only ones they had were, well, actually, it was pretty good. They had, um, what is it? The, the, the Coronas. They had small Coronas. So I wasn't going to buy anything. I was really looking for the Bud cans because I knew my sister couldn't find them. And then the guys were so nice that they were open. I felt bad if I didn't buy anything. So I bought the eight mini Coronas. You know, had them in the car. And then I'm like, well, I still got so much time so i don't know what to do so i went to this park in edison that i used to run track and cross country on i'm like well i'll just sit in the park because but then i think i called my sister when i was in metuchen just walking around walking around this town it was very pleasant day a nice fall day in new jersey to walk around i go hey um you know i'm early uh you know can i come over Oh, no, 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 that wasn't that it because then, it, yeah, so I had plenty of time, right? What time was it now? Like just noon or maybe it was one, right? So I had three hours. So I went to the park and I walked around the pond in the park, which I believe is where it used to be three miles because we used to run three miles, I think. No, it can't be three miles. Maybe it's a mile and we ran it three times. Maybe that's what it is. So I went around, sat in a bench for a while, just kind of, as Cheryl Crow said, soaked up the sun because it was a beautiful day, a beautiful day, perfect fall Thanksgiving day. And then I called my sister. I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm early. Can I come over? No. What do you mean? No, I don't want you here now. It's like she wasn't like that, but it, she wouldn't let me come over. So I'm like, what am I going to do until four o'clock? She's like, I don't know. And I'm like, thanks. You know, it's like she just said, I think I'd be mad if you came over now. Like, you're going to make me angry. And I'm like, all right, I'm not coming over. I mean, you believe this? I guess she knew I was just going to come over and watch TV and watch the football games. Oh, God. 
I mean, what do you watch on Friends all the time? Every time Friends, they're always watching the parade and the football games. That's all that somebody's cooking, and Monica's cooking, and Matt's cooking. He doesn't want anybody in the kitchen. What am I supposed to want? I can't just sit and watch TV? So I can't do that, so i got to hang around. So I go back in the parking lot of this park, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to drink this beer because there's nothing else to do. Fuck it. I'm going to drink this beer. I'm going to get high and drink this beer in my minivan. I'm going to get in the back seat or the middle seat, and I'm just going to drink this beer. I'm going to put my phone up on the chair. I'm going to watch the football game in the park and drink this beer. (laughs) And that is exactly what I did. And three of the little beers, and I was watching the football game, the Lions-Packers, and I wasn't unhappy. I was kind of enjoying myself. It was fun being in my car in the back seat. You know, I'm never, I'm never in the back seat. I mean, I never use my minivan for anything. The past couple of weeks, I've been actually sitting in the back seat and just hanging out and kind of enjoying just resting or not doing anything and just being safe in there. I don't know and parked because you know I never want to go home. It wasn't the worst time I ever had. And then finally around 3.45, I'm like, well, I guess I can go now. And I made it home just in time. I put the beers in the fridge, and then uh, I know Billy took a couple of them. And my sister's like, Billy, that's for Uncle David. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's it's for everybody. And look at me, right? I'm like, yeah, because I was fine with it. I didn't want any more. Maybe I had another one with the dinner, but that that was good enough. I don't want to get too wasted at my sister's. Who knows what she's going to do after that? And then, you know, so it was fine. I mean, it was it was an okay Thanksgiving. Again, my brother-in-law's an excellent cook. Turkey wasn't as good as it usually is this year. I'm not going to blame him for that. I got a picture of all the, the stuffings again. It wasn't the five stuffings, but there was pizza stuffing and stuffing stuffing and beautiful display of his beautiful food. And, I'm, you know, it was absolutely delicious as advertised. And uh, we had that other family there, and they're, you know, the, somebody I consider my niece, the, the other Lindsay, uh, and her boyfriend. It was an okay time. And then we retired to the room in between food and dessert so we could watch the Friends episode with Brad Pitt, where, of course, I dozed off for about five minutes, but that was fine because I needed that. And then we had dessert and coffee, and then uh, that was it. Now, the plan, and then I just stayed in the room, watched TV while they were talking and talking loud and just wasn't my cup of tea, as it, I've said a hundred times. The plan, my sister and Liza always go to the mall at 6 a.m. on Black Friday. And I said, can I go with you guys? And like, you have to be up at 530. We leave here at 530. And I'm like, all right, yeah, I want to try it. And then I'm saying to myself, what the fuck would I want to wake up early for on a day when I don't have to? Isn't that funny that I wake up at 5.30 every morning on Mondays and Tuesdays and Wednesdays, and now I'm doing it on a Friday just for laughs. What the hell's the matter with me? Of course, waking up when you don't have to work is completely different than waking up for a job you don't want to be at. So I was up all night. I mean, I maybe I slept for an hour, and then I was just up all night, and I'm like knowing I had to wake up at 5.30, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be tough, but who cares? I really want to see what the mall is like at 6 in the morning. It's going to be pitch black. And they were up, you know, at 5.15, and we were out that door at 5.30. And we got to the mall at 6 a.m. And, you know, people were waiting at the door for Macy's. We decided to start at Macy's in Menlo Park Mall. And there were people waiting there, but it wasn't like in the movies where you see everybody rushing in and punching people and tripping all over everybody. And uh, it wasn't like that. It was just like, I'd say they were about... 15 people waiting to get in while we were parking. And then by the time we parked, you know, everybody was in and that was it. So let's say there were about 25 people that walked in the Macy's entrance. I don't know what the rest of the mall was. And I said to my my sister and Liza said, we are always out of here in an hour and 15. I said, I'll see you later. I didn't want to ruin their fun mother-daughter experience. So I went into the rest of the mall. And I will tell you this, all that pushing and shoving I hope I didn't hurt anybody. (laughs) I'm kidding. That's from the Brady Bunch. Alice says that once, and I use it on my sister all the time. Anyway, I go into the mall. It's completely quiet there and totally cool, and I'm like, this is fun. I mean, would it be fun to be with somebody else? Probably, but it's fun. 
and there's nobody around. And I remember I want I was looking for a knit cap, so I wanted to check like that lid store or whatever, like a new cap, new devil's cap or something. I don't know, something to ride the bike down to work with. And I wanted to get soap at Bath and Body Works, whatever. Everywhere I went, I went to Spencer Gifts. It was just killing time. There was like nobody in there. And they're like, hi, sir, how can I help you? And it's you know, six in the morning. And I'm like, oh, I'm just looking. And then I felt bad. They, they were like, everybody was so friendly and nice. So, so then I told them, well, I'm actually looking for, because I, I felt bad. Just like, Why does he just want to look around? I got up at 530 in the morning so I can help this asshole. So I felt very guilty. But everybody was so friendly. But, you know, it's 6.15 in the morning. I've been up all night. I, I really didn't want to talk to anybody. But I was like, no, no, no. Don't be like that. I had them help me. And then I felt bad not buying anything. But I did circle around again and buy some stuff later. And then I, met, I went to find, you know, it started getting more crowded, more crowded. And I went to Bath and Body Works or whatever it's called. And I got, they said, you can get six soaps for three. You know, the deals, I don't know. It's like everybody's saying lately, like Black Friday isn't the way it used to be. And you don't really get deals. So I don't know. I went to Old Navy and I bought two shirts and they were definitely 50% off. But who knows if they're always that price. You know, that's the thing. They try and fool you. But whatever. I got one flannel shirt because the flannel shirt that I had, apparently my friend Lee told me I look like a, a lesbian. <laughs> so I got a, another one, a darker color. Who doesn't like a good flannel shirt in the wintertime? And then I got a work shirt and I tried it the other day and that's when I realized, oh my goodness, I'm really fat. Um, so I got, I don't know, maybe I'll return it. And you know, it's one of those things you ever buy a shirt and you're like, oh my God, all right, I'll just, I'm, I'm going to keep it because I'm planning on losing weight. And you know, you never do. So you might as well return it. But then I realized it's patterned and that's what makes me look fat anyway. So I should probably just return it. But when the hell is the next time I'm going to be at Old Navy? I mean, even in 30 days. So I don't know. It's not that big a deal. I think the shirt cost me 20 bucks. 24 with 50% off, normally $50. That seems okay. I bought two shirts for $50. I bought six soaps. I love that soap. I use it in the kitchen. I have it in my bathroom. I wash my hands all the time, which is why I normally only get sick when I party too much. I am a big hands washer way before COVID. I've always been washing my hands. I wash them all the time. I love watching them in the sink with a good paper towel. I've told you this multiple times. So I got these six soaps, and then I bought a Vans. You know, Vans the sneakers. I bought a Vans knit cap. So I did good. I was carrying three bags, just like a regular old-fashioned shopper. And I met my sister and Liza around 7.30 or so, you know, and I'm like, where are you guys? And I met them because they said they were going to be around 15, but no. They were there until like 8 o'clock, 8.30, and then the mall was crowded. It was amazing. And they're like, oh, we usually like to leave early. I'm like, well, you said you were going to leave early, but I didn't rush them or anything. I didn't want any trouble. And I wasn't, I didn't care. So I was sitting down in this chair at one point in the mall, and they have these two chairs, and one is facing the other. And I'm sitting in the chair waiting for my sister and my niece to come out like an old man carrying everybody's bags, but they were my bags. Like carrying, you know, the purses, like the grandfather carrying the purses. And there's chairs facing each other like you're in a talk show. And I'm sitting in the one chair. Now, I would never sit in the chair across from me if I didn't know the person across from me. And this woman sits down and sits right across from me. And I'm like, well, I guess we should strike up a conversation. So she's like, how you doing? And I'm like, I'm good. Boy, the shopping is crazy, huh? <laughs> It was really funny. I, I'm just, I really am an old man. I was just talking to everybody. And this woman was talking, and then her friend came, and she left. And then this Indian man came over, and he sat down. And he's like, and, and I always would say, like, hey, how you doing? And he's like, oh, oh, my God, I'm exhausted. I'm like, yeah. And then, I don't know, I was just like, you know, I'm from here, but I live in New York, but I'm enjoying the, uh, it's fun coming here early. <laughs> like, he's probably like, why is this guy leave me alone? I came here to rest. And then his daughters came and got him, and he left. And this 12-year-old kid comes over and he sits down and he's playing on his phone. I'm like, yeah, how you doing? <laughs> and he's just, he's like, okay. And he clearly doesn't want to talk. But again, if I was 12 and an old man was sitting across, I would never sit in that chair across the way. So this kid has it coming. And I'm not talking. I just say, how you doing? So his mom is there and she calls his name. She's behind him. 
And he gets up and I go, hey, I'll, I'll see you later, okay? And then his mom goes, hey, that, that guy's talking to you. And <laughs> he goes, and I go, yeah, I'll see you later. And he's like, oh, okay, bye. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was so fucked up. Then I'm like, I, I got to get out of here. I don't think I can do this a fourth time. I don't know. <laughs> I guess I got lucky three times. Somebody's going to bother me at some point. So I better get up. And oh no, did I get up or did they show up? I think they showed up. I was, I was like, I was gonna stand. My, I just assumed they'd be out there. Like we're on this incredibly long line because we waited too long to come here. I think they were at an express or something, one of those girly stores. So then uh, we left, and I, I went. And, and you know what the weird part is? The end of the mall is Nordstrom's. They never opened up. Now I understand they're going out of business sooner or later, even though they're kicking ass for some reason on Columbus Avenue, Columbus Circle here in the city, but. They didn't open up. I mean, after 8 o'clock, they still weren't open up. I We don't understand that at all. So a lot of the stores near Nordstrom's didn't even open up because they were having no business. It was really odd why everything is opening up at 6 o'clock except Nordstrom's. It's really, really weird. Then we leave, and I'm like, well, let's go to the diner right across the mall. The diner we used to go to as kids. Called, now it's called the Menlo Diner. It used to be called the Suburban Diner. So we walk over there from the car. My sister's always up for walking. And we walk over there, the place is closed down. Place has been open for 50 fucking years. I think even more than that, it's closed down. Couldn't believe it. I looked it up online later, and they're like, it looks like there was some sort of fire there or something. I couldn't, I couldn't believe I was so excited to go to the diner after. You know me. I was so excited to go to the Jersey Diner, the Jersey diner and this Jersey Diner, this, this diner stinks, <laughs> but I love it. And it's a view of the park, it's a view of Route 1. It's a view of my childhood area. Fucking close. Couldn't believe it. So then we walked down to this McDonald's that's you know been there for years. I think it came up in the 70s after they uh, changed. It used to be a place called Geno's, which in New Jersey was Kentucky Fried Chicken. And then they finally called every place Kentucky Fried Chicken. But for some reason in New Jersey, Kentucky Fried Chicken was called Geno's. I don't know why. And then they made it a... Uh, a McDonald's. So we actually went to the McDonald's and sat down and ate in the McDonald's. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I don't know when the last time I sat down and ate in a McDonald's restaurant. Do you even call it a restaurant? I mean, the last time I even saw somebody sitting down and eating at a McDonald's restaurant was in the movie All the President's Men and Robert Redford and Dustin Hoffman are going over their notes at a McDonald's. Or in Time After Time, five years later, 1979, when Malcolm McDowell's eating there and he's like, palm frits? And he's looking at the table to see the construction of the table. I mean, nobody eats in a McDonald's, right? Unless, I don't know, maybe out of town. I don't, I've never, anyway. They even bought us our food. They, they have a little tag and they just bought us, our, we just sat at the table and they bought us the food after we ordered it at the kiosk. It was a lovely experience. And me and, and Beth and Liza just sat there and we had a really good time eating our McDonald's, enjoying ourselves. It was so weird, but fun. The diner would have been fun too, but this was okay. And then we went home. And everybody was leaving. You know, they all left. And now I knew the Jets game was at 3 o'clock, and I was like, why am I going to torture myself and watch this game? But see, the problem with the New York Jets is that they suck. And their entire organization sucks. And now you all know how excited I was for this season all to be ruined by Aaron Rodgers' injury. Every week, I know the Jets suck, but then they were, this is what they do. They drag in, they won a couple games in a row, and you're like, well, maybe they can stay on point and somehow work this out, and Aaron Rodgers comes back, and we don't know. And then, finally, we know that that good-looking kid, uh, Zach Wilson, sucks, and they're finally going to replace him with this other idiot, Tim Boyle, I think his name is, little Timmy Boyle. And on the Giants side, I don't know whether you know this because I know you don't care about sports that much. There's this guy, Tommy DeVito. Tommy DeVito, hey, what the fuck is so funny about me? It's the same name as Joe Pesci's character in Goodfellas. You got to be kidding me. It might be named after that. 
Tommy DeVito is the quarterback for the Giants. And he's doing some he's not doing great stuff, but he's winning. And he won two games in a row. And so everybody's into him. So we're like, well, this new kid, maybe he's gonna work it out, but he sucks just as much as Zach Wilson does. He stinks. And the Dolphins trounce him, and it's a horrible day, and it's depressing. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, just, well, let me just, um, that was my plan, to watch the game, and then, but I was hoping everybody would be in the house, but my sister, everybody left, I was there by myself, four in the afternoon, it's getting dark, I'm like, I guess I'll just watch this and then go home, and then the worst thing happened in the, in the game, something that can only happen to the New York Jets, maybe, you probably heard about it already, I think they're calling it the Hell Mary, or the Fail Mary, ugh, the Jets always have something new going on, the butt fumble, something, the fake spike. I've told you all about this stuff, and God damn it, if they keep reinventing themselves in retardation, I'm sorry I'm using that term. There's just no other way to describe it. They do a Hail Mary pass, which just means uh, you take a chance at the very end of the half or the, or the game. You got nothing to lose. Nothing to lose, you think. You throw a pass aimlessly all the way to the end zone, and maybe one of your guys will catch it, and it'll be a miracle. Hail Mary, named after a miracle. Well, this has never happened before in the NFL. One of the Dolphins catches it, runs it back for a touchdown. That's never happened before. The odds of that happening and running it back 100 yards are 1% chance and probably even less than that, and he did it. And that just ruined everyone's day that may have been a Jets fan ever in their life. No, no, that is a Jets. Well, that was still giving them a chance that maybe they could keep it together. Because before that, they were keeping it close. And the Dolphins scored 70 points against one of the opponents this year. And it was like 10 to 7. It was working. And then the... So then by 5 o'clock or 6 o'clock, the game's over, and I'm like, I'm in the house by myself. I'm in this house by myself. I'm like, the whole plan was to be in a house full of people and to, you know, have a, a house full of fun, and the kids were home and all that kind of stuff. Dory went back to work, and the, the Liza went to a party, and Billy went with the family to go to Long Island. So I was there by my, I'm like, well, I'll just, I'll just go home. I was planning on staying Saturday and maybe Sunday going to the tailgate. I'm like, well, what am I doing here? I could do this in my own home, and it won't be as depressing because it's, it's not as dark in my house. So I went home. I went home Friday night. I'm like, I'll, I'll, you know what? I actually want to be in the city today. It's too depressing here in New Jersey. I should think about this every time I say I want to move to New Jersey, right? Now I want to be around people. The fuck is the matter with me? I'm crazy. I'm crazy. So many times I don't want to be around people. I can't get it together. So you know what I do is I my sister didn't make me a plate or anything. I have all the leftovers. So I, I made myself a huge plate. And I'm like, yeah, I'll make myself a plate. What am I doing? They can't stop me. There's nobody here. So I put a whole a jumbo plate for me together to have. Why wouldn't I? And dessert, I wrapped it real nice, figured it out somehow and put it in a bag and couldn't have been happier about that and then i just went home and parked the car and was really happy to be home i'm like good and i didn't have to work saturday and sunday remember that was the thing i didn't have to work i was like hoping to wake up with the the family and that you know we'd watching tv and i don't have to go monitor you know what uh, working and stuff so i was like kind of excited to have a day off but nobody was around so I'm like, well, I have, I still have a day off. I don't have to do anything. And then I felt bad, you know, because we put on that that interim show. I'm like, well, I guess I could have done the podcast. Fuck. Maybe I should. Maybe I should change it. Maybe I should do one and keep that for another time. And I'm like, no, you know what? I deserve a week off from editing and being at the computer. Why not? Why not? So I don't even know what I did. I guess I took a couple of naps. I, I don't even know. It, was, it, it wasn't great. I didn't go out and do anything, and then it was Sunday already, and I watched that documentary, Sly, the Sylvester Stallone one, because I'm like, well, let me watch something. I don't even know whether I watched it. I might have watched it in the middle of the night, because, you know, I always, you know, I can't watch during football. 
Although during football, I watched a Notting Hill Christmas because I saw that. And I was like, well, you know, a Hallmark Christmas movie. And I'm like, well, how is Dave Jessica not going to watch a Notting Hill Christmas? Saturday, November 25th. I'm Georgia, by the way. This is the part where you respond with your name. That's funny. I love you, Graeme Savoy. Who are you? We are two completely different people with completely different lives. I'd like to show you something. No way. A can't-miss Christmas match. Christmas in Notting Hill. All new Saturday, November 25th at 6 on Hallmark. You're damn right Dave Juskow's going to watch a Notting Hill. Please. I instantly recorded that. And I said, well, let me, while these other games are going on at 4 o'clock, I'm going to watch this. So I watched that, and uh, what a stupid fucking movie. You know, these Hallmark movies blow. They blow. So I just keep fast-forwarding through them. But, I mean, it wasn't unenjoyable. It's just it's, it's horrible acting. And I just, when I see it, I'm, I, I, I get, there's so much horrible acting. We've talked about this before. I don't understand why I can't get work. Not that I've tried to get work. Well, how can I not be in some of these movies? I don't know where you got to get them, where you got to go. Apparently, uh, Gabriel's told me they film them in Canada. Apparently, uh, Gabriel's sister is in these movies. She's going to come on our podcast at some point. Well, this movie was, uh, it wasn't the worst Hallmark movie I've ever seen. It's just, you know, one of those ones that just gets on your nerves. And, you know, this guy's a, a big soccer player. Like, you know, one of those huge soccer players that we wouldn't know, but if we were in London, you know, somebody's going crazy over, we're like, huh? And this girl comes over for America to see her sister getting married and meets this guy organically. And in fact, just like in the movie, he spills coffee or orange juice on her or something, and they meet, and then it turns out they're going to be in laws, but they didn't know. Ooh. So, you know, that element's always going to be good when they meet, but it's never that good because it's a bad movie and bad acting. And why they use these people like Lacey Chabert, whoever the fuck that is, this idiot that uh, for some reason is, is, they love her on Hallmark movies, but she was in the Thanksgiving Day Parade promoting her new Hallmark movie, which is like a sequel. It's Hail the Holly. Oh, well, we we couldn't believe we were going to do a sequel. We, we realized the story wasn't finished being told. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Every story is the same story. It's a horrible. Why would you make a sequel? Every Hallmark movie is a sequel, technically. It's the same thing. A sequel? No one cares about these characters the next day. You fucking idiot. <laughs> right? Who gets that mad at something like that? It's ridiculous. But the Sylvester Stallone documentary was okay. Just okay. I mean, very interesting about his father. Marcy had mentioned that. I was that was very, very, you know, interesting about his jealousy and all that stuff. But I needed more. I didn't love it. I, I, I just I like documentaries that go film by film because that's the way I'm teaching my class, I guess, and I enjoy the lineage or the linear aspect of going film by film but i mean there was definitely it was good and i'm glad i watched it but i i guess i just wanted some more i guess i wanted less sylvester sloan backstory and more what went into these films how did he start directing it just it wasn't more like that but then i think that's not what a documentary unfortunately is about a person because as you, I've told you, I'm so fascinated by the fact that three and four, Rocky three and four are so good and stand the test of time and that a, a third and fourth movie, if you think of anything else that's named three and four just sucks, you know, like Jaws or whatever. And and then this guy does a Rocky three and a Rocky four, which might have been the most successful one in the franchise. Rocky Five sucking, which he mentions. I was glad I wa- you know, I couldn't wait to watch it, so I was kind of excited about that. I mean, as long as we're talking about movies, let me just tell you, because on the Saturday before Thanksgiving, I finally watched Better Off Dead. Have you met Monique? Hi. Now, in honor of our special guest, I've created Dinner Mondu 
first we have French fries and French dressing and French bread and to drink ta-da Peru if you can believe it or not, don't get angry at me. I've never seen it before. I don't know why. I don't know how I could have possibly missed a John Cusack movie in the 80s that everybody kind of worships as a classic, as a cult classic. This is after, you know, I loved him in The Shore Thing. I was a big Cusack fan. I don't know why or how I missed this movie. I was in college at the time, so a lot of times I... I don't, I don't know. If it didn't come out in the summer, I probably didn't see them. I didn't see movies when I was at school. I would see them in the summer. So if it didn't come out in the summer, then I probably just missed it. But, you know, one of my students had met, dude, you never saw Better Off Dead? And so I finally watched it. It was on, and I record. This is why I like the cable television that old people don't have anymore because I see the movie. And I record it, and I can watch it whenever I want, especially in the mornings, which I'm going to tell you that in a second. The other ones, I watched a lot of stuff this week because I was off. But this Better Off Dead was very good. I think it completely holds up. It was very entertaining, and I can see why people like it. I enjoyed it a lot, especially since, you know, I wanted to see it since I'm teaching a whole course on these kind of movies. Then I looked up the director. I saw that they... They also did another movie together, but apparently John Cusack, who is apparently very difficult to work with, hated this movie, And but then they did another movie together, so I'm going to go more into that, I guess, find out more, but it really was a good movie. It was very, very entertaining, and a lot of those kind of movies don't hold up, but this one did, and like I said, you know, a lot of times, even somebody like me, who this movie was made for at that particular age, you know... Maybe it doesn't work, but but it did. I, I was glad it did. You know, I would hate to... I've seen a couple movies where I'm like, uh, I don't understand why this was so popular. And then you see something like this, I totally get why it's a cult, especially 80s classic. So then I also saw the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, I watched... I couldn't wait to watch. You know, when I remember, I got to start writing stuff down that I want to see. No Hard Feelings with Jennifer Lawrence. It's new. Uh, maybe it came out a few months ago and the premise where's Jennifer Lawrence been right so and then you have to say why'd she choose this movie it's a strange movie for an Oscar winner to to take and the premise is that she's like a 32 year old kind of loser and there's an ad in the paper who these parents want somebody to date their 19 year old son but basically you know date and have sex with because they want to get him out of his shell before he goes to college yeah, you couldn't do that the opposite way. And I'm surprised they were even able to make this movie. But of course, that premise I love because she's pretty. And I'm like, I'm all in. Obviously, I wish that happened to me when I was 19. Hello. And it was very entertaining. I enjoyed it very much. I knew it would be. It looked fun. It was good. It's a weird movie. She's unbelievably naked in the movie in this unbelievable scene that everybody's been looking up and say, wait, is that her real body? And it is. If you see this movie, you'll be like, holy shit, I know what he's talking about now. She's on the beat. I mean, just fully nude. It's it's not sexy. It's, uh, you gotta fucking hand it to her, <laughs> man. It's, it's pretty cool. But then you say to yourself, well, why would she do a movie like this? Why would an Oscar winner choose a, a silly movie like this? And I've been telling everybody, I think the reason is it's filmed in the Hamptons during the summer. She was like in the Hamptons during the summer. Eh, fuck it. They're going to give me money and I can film a movie while I'm here enjoying my vacation. That's the way it works. We know Michael Caine did that with Jaws 4. Why did you do Jaws 4? Why did you do the swarm? I want to buy a house. Why did Meryl Streep do the River Wild with Kevin Bacon? Stupid movie. They're like, I wanted to take my family on vacation. So... That ends that discussion. But I can recommend No Hard Feelings. What I can't recommend is the goddamn prestige. I finally finished watching that piece of shit, and it was awful. I hated it. God, I hated it. I was watching it in the mornings when I got up, and I was not enjoying it. On the flip side of that, Wayne Fetterman had said, you got to see Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. It was. It's really good. And I finally watched that. 
in pieces and finished it, and it's fantastic. And it was so good and so entertaining that I was watching that one in the mornings. I ended up waking up a half hour early because I got excited to finish the movie. That means a movie's really good. I wanted to see how it ends or how it continues wherever I was in the movie. Meanwhile, the flip side of that, of course, I was dying to see what this movie's all about because my sister read that book a hundred times. She told me today she read it at least a hundred times. She'd read stuff in between, but she'd always come back to that book, and I needed to know what the fuck was so exciting about that book. And I knew I was never going to read it, so this was perfect. And the fact that Wayne recommended it, which, by the way, he just recommended me another movie yesterday, Anatomy of a Fall. So I'm going to check that out. Because now I'm going to Professor Fetterman's picks. You know, because the two of us are professors and we talk shop. But this Are You There God is Me, but this Kathy Bates, Jesus Christ, is she ever bad in anything? She, I don't know how old she is, but she looks exactly how she looked in the movie Titanic, which what was 30 years ago? And she's so terrific. This movie is great. Just a coming of age girl star. I just never knew what it was about. And so there's also an element about it, about her choosing her religion. She's half Jewish, half Catholic. And I said, hey, I wonder if Rhoda, who of course had it in our library when we were kids, she ran the temple library. I wonder if she knew it. I said to Beth, I said, do you think Bobby ever read that book? I'm surprised she let you read that book so much. She wanted to read it. Obviously, the author, Judy Bloom is Jewish. It takes place in Jersey. It all makes sense. But I don't know whether she read it because it's about kind of choosing a religion on your own. And I, I wonder if my mother even knows what it's about. So that's hilarious that my sister read that a hundred times. And it's not all about a Jewish girl living in New Jersey, which is the funniest thing of all. But it was extremely entertaining. Are you there, God? It's me, Mark. And I did say the name of it, didn't I? I feel like I was just doing a whole rant on it, and I forgot to tell you the name of it. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Based on the legendary Judy Bloom book, I can't believe they finally made a movie about it. It was excellent. And I'll tell you another thing about Jersey, too. So I, because, you know, I'm obsessed with the Sunday comics, and I believe I've told you, I think I've told you, they don't make them anymore. I, they, the Daily News doesn't have them anymore. It's really sad. I was going to buy their Sunday paper, but no, I just want to read the comics. But the one paper that has it, I saw in my mother's library now, is the Asbury Park Press, which is from Asbury Park, New Jersey. So I went online and I found that I could actually get the Asbury Park Sunday paper delivered just comes on Mondays through the mail. So I said, fuck it. I know I think it's like $4. Maybe a, a week or is it a month? I don't know. It was pretty cheap. But I said, eh, let me see what happens. I, I like this time of the year. I like to, when the football's going on, I like to read. And I don't care if it's Monday. I'll read it the next week or whatever. So I've been waiting. This is about three weeks ago. And every Monday, I've never gotten the paper. And I keep calling them up. And I keep getting the same lady. And I'm like, listen, I didn't get the paper. Like, you didn't get the paper? No, I didn't get the paper. When am I going to get it? Oh, oh, it starts next week. Oh, okay, I'll wait. And next week comes, I didn't get the paper. I'm like, I didn't get the paper again. You didn't get the paper? No, I didn't get the paper. Like, oh, well, we'll make a note of that. We won't charge you, and we'll send it next week. Next week, this is the week after Thanksgiving. I go Monday, and I actually go to the mail lady, and I say, do you suppose you have a paper? Because I figure they might leave it with the doorman. How are you going to fit the Sunday paper in the mail? Do you have a paper for me? I hate to bother you, but I know her pretty well. And I'm definitely going to take care of her at Christmas time when I take care of her, you know, whatever. Ten bucks. Give her something. But she's really nice, and we kind of know each other through the years. And it's a male lady, which you never see. So that's why, you know, she's not unattractive. So uh, the paper's there. She goes, oh, yeah, I do have a paper for you. And I'm like, oh, my God, really? I can't believe it. They finally remembered. It's Wednesday's paper. This is Monday. It's the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. I'm like, what the hell is this? They gave me Wednesday's paper. And she was just laughing. And every, but my doorman, I said, I got the paper. It's Wednesday's paper. What the fuck? I'm supposed to get Sunday's paper. Why well, they give me Wednesday's paper on Monday? 
The funny thing is, though, and of course, I called it. I called that day. They're like, you, you missed our hours. I called the next day. I'm like, why am I getting Wednesday's paper? And they're like, oh, well, we won't charge you again. We'll, we'll try again next week. <laughs> so I'm dying to see what happens this Monday, right? You finally get the Sunday paper. It's kind of fun having it delivered. I know it's a day late, but I don't care. Meanwhile, it's funny. I sit down and it's, it's Monday night. I start reading the paper. I was enjoying just sitting on my couch reading the paper like an old man. It's a very thin paper. It was easy to read. I don't know. And they had comics in it. They're black and white ones. They're not the fun, the sun, Sunday funnies. But I, I don't know. It seemed relaxing and enjoyable and to find out about stuff in New Jersey instead of the Post, which is just, you know, all bad news. And there's different sections of the paper, you know, like like a Sunday paper almost. I don't know. I was enjoying it. So I guess we'll see. Stay tuned. That's my life. Stay tuned. See if they... See if they deliver the, the Sunday paper on Monday. Are you kidding? Oh, so by the way, the last time we were together, I said, what is that piano playing going on? Do you guys hear piano playing? Uh, I don't know whether you could hear it on the podcast or not, but I remember I was saying it. I look out my window. It's coming from that coffee shop across the street. There's a huge... I'll, I'll show it to you on the bonus show. There's, a, there's an actual piano outside. I don't know where it went to, where it came from. It was, Where do you see it? I'm like, do you guys hear a piano? It was like in high anxiety. Where Mel Brooks hears that music going on, and he he's, and then there's a bus of the London Symphony Orchestra that's going by. It was so weird. It was just outside on the street. The guy was playing a grand piano on the sidewalk. I don't know what other towns you're going to see that in. I still don't understand how it happened or why or where that piano came from or went. It was kind of great. I'm like, that coffee shop is really trying hard. Uh, two Fridays ago, I went out with Teethy, and we knew we were going to go out. And I remember she's young, so I'm like, "Where am I going to take her to?" Well, I said, "I got a plan. I read about this. I'm going to take her to the balloon exhibit down at the South Street Seaport." I said, "I got a plan for us. Just trust me. Meet me at this location, and uh, we have like a five o'clock reservation or something." She didn't know what it was. Well, it was really fun. I do have pictures. She made an entire video because she's a child that looks great. You will see on the bonus show. These kids put, you know, videos, music on their phones. It's it's phenomenal. I'm sitting there using an, a, a full editing software machine to make the bonus show, which takes me like an hour and a half to do. She puts together all the things in a more cohesive structure than my bonus show in 10 minutes. How embarrassing is that? But it was great. This balloon exhibit, I thought it was going to suck. Maybe it was about 50 bucks. Totally worth it. It was really good. If you're in the city, you should definitely see this. Or when it comes to your town, I guess it moves. They have a huge ball pit. Again, you will see on the bonus show a swimming pool filled of balls. And you can go in even as an adult. And I got lost in there. I, I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to get up. I was so embarrassed because you can't get your grip because you're stepping on balls. So it's hard to get up. And I didn't want to call for help. <laughs> I was embarrassed. Meanwhile, this guy who works there is just following us. And he's totally hitting on Teethy the whole time. He's like, oh, you came with your grandfather? And I'm like, shut up, you fucking. <laughs> I didn't care. I know what he was doing. He just kept hitting on her the entire time we were there. It was really fucked up. Like, while we were trying to enjoy the ball pit, but he wouldn't shut up. It was really annoying, but I knew what he was up to. And then I talked to the man. And I said, look at this fucking kid. This fucking kid's got a lot of fucking balls. I had him fired the next day. That's right, at a casino. 
Congratulations, Sam. And oh, thanks. Hello, Mrs. Ross, and how are you? You're one of the most gorgeous women I've ever seen. You're a lucky man, Mr. Rothstein. And Thank you. Thanks for that compliment. He was a young kid from the casino. Nice kid. Bright boy. Put balls on this fucking kid. The next day I fired him. We really had a nice time. They have some like a they had a whole bunch of exhibits. It was totally worth the money. I guess you know that's the most important thing. You're there for like an hour, an hour and fifteen minutes, and every room was awesome. You know, there's like bubbles, there's stuff. I got I got pictures. You'll see everything. It's it was very entertaining. So then Russ Maneve calls and he goes, Hey, what are you doing today? And I go, I'm I'm going out with this girl. He goes, how, how about me and my girlfriend come to meet you? And I'm like, I don't know. She's very young. You know, they said, no, we're going to come down there. And I'm like, I guess. So he came down to meet us to the South Street Seaport. And, you know, I guess we had a double date. <laughs> and we went to this bar. We just had a couple drinks. And, and, then, and then we called it a night. It was, uh, it, it was pretty easy, but it was fun. I mean, she's so young and it was weird, but she definitely is cool and everybody likes her. And Russ is like, hey, you know, that girl, she likes you. And I'm like, Russ, you don't know what you're talking about. Shut up. <laughs> He's like, he, he goes like this. Um, Jessica, can I see you in the bathroom for a minute? <laughs> like in a sitcom. Oh, but it was, fun. you know, hanging out at the seaport is uh, fun. I haven't done it in a long, long time. And it was uh, quite pleasant. And it was freezing down there. But, you know, when you're inside, it's nice. It's like there's like a fire going and stuff. It was, that was a fun night, a little Friday night action. You know, I do like to go off and go out on Friday nights. So that was a good thing to do and a good clean thing to do. And it didn't cost very much money. And that's the important thing. Now, I'm going out for dinner tonight because, I don't know, I just called this girl and texted her. I'm like, are you free for dinner tomorrow? Because I mean, if, if I didn't go out tonight, I don't know if I'd see anybody again. I barely saw anybody this week. It was I've, I've been very depressed. I've just been coming home right after work, so I was supposed to go out Wednesday, and I was going to go to the uh, Unidentified Flying Chicken and the and the Speakeasy that Lee owns, and I, I, I called my friend Jenna and said, do you want to go? And she goes, yeah. So I come home to change, and then that girl said, I, I have a friend in town. I'm not going to make it, and I was still going to go, and then I dozed off for the next four hours. I'm like, well, now I don't have to meet her so I can just take a break. And I woke up at 10 o'clock at night. I slept from 6 to 10. So this happens to me on Wednesdays a lot because I'm so exhausted from Mondays and Tuesdays. And I felt horrible for my... Well, he, he didn't really care that much. I mean, you know, he's got to work there anyway, but I, you know, told him I was going to come. And then I'm like, you know, but then it's oh, taking the subway again to Jackson Heights. and, uh. But, you know, then again, I just didn't... Came home, I didn't see anybody. I went to my mom's on Thursday. Her car didn't start. It was classic. I used the battery thing to start her car. <laughs> I'm like, I love that battery. Oh, I can start anybody's car. I'm like, oh, I know how to fix this car. Don't worry about it. So she's going to try. I tell you, you got to try it again today. Then you got to try it in two days. And then if it still doesn't start, you know, when I come back, then we'll take it to the shop everybody's battery's draining for some reason and nobody knows why, except my friend Alina. She knows why, because rats are eating the inside of her interior. She has insurance is covering it. Thousands of dollars in repairs for her car. She parks it on the street, and they said this has been a major problem in New York City. Rats are getting into people's cars and ruining the inside and the engine. Can Wow. That's... When you know you definitely have a rat problem. I cannot believe that's not happening to my car in that garage. That garage has to be full of rats, but I guess it's worse on the street. I can't believe that that's happened to her car. She has a nice car, too. I don't know. I actually don't know how they're getting up there. I mean, they can't jump. Yeah, she was, like, wondering why it wasn't starting. You open it up, and there's just, like, rats in Oh, my God, can you imagine? Can you imagine? I'd be... I better be prepared for that next time I open my hood. That... You know, something could jump out like that. Jesus, I hate to scare you guys. and You know, you don't want to think about it. Well, you guys, most of you don't live in New York City, so it ain't going to be a problem. Can you believe that's a problem? That's been apparently since 2020, the the cops and the mechanics have all been saying it's been a major problem we're having because there's a major rat problem here, as you know. 
and the new mayor is trying to combat it. And they have lots of ideas. People are writing in with ideas. It's just like the Pied Piper of Hamlin. It's really weird. I'm the Pied Piper of Hamlin. Looks more like a gremlin. The Pied Piper of Hamlin. A coming to save your town. And how do you propose to do that? All creatures beneath the sun that creep or swim or fly or run will follow me wherever I go. Wherever you go? Whenever I blow my magic flute. And just like that, I can rid your town of every rat. Every rat? Just like that. Well, I'll tell you, the one thing I didn't uh, mention was last Tuesday when we had the beautiful Noel Leon on the Comedy Cellar podcast uh, live show on YouTube. She turned out to be a great guest. Go figure. She asked me to uh, do a little cameo in her holiday film. I uh, can't wait. I was glad she called. And I'd gotten a haircut beforehand, and of course it started to rain. Of course it started to rain. Every time I get a haircut, it rains. But it was great. I went to my bar, and I saw Dino there, and that's why he's going to be on the show. I'm like, oh, great. You'll come on the show. So this tonight, Dino Stamatopoulos will be our guest Barring any unforeseen circumstances, Dino Stamatopoulos will be our guest on the show tonight. But that night, it, that night was weird. It was great. You know, we started the show an hour late because Gnome, the owner of the cellar, was doing his podcast beforehand because the other day was the Wednesday for Thanksgiving. They usually are on their Wednesdays. So it was great when we walked in. He was there. And I never know whether they even know our show exists. So I was like, never want to, you know, run into them but it was totally cool he knows the show exists obviously he doesn't care he lets us do it and the guest that he had was some guy who just wrote a book on israel and stuff and i told him about what happened with me and sasha baron cohen and everything and he was like really excited and it was fun to tell somebody about that and that was exciting and then after the show noam and i just me and him talked for about an hour at the cellar, just by ourselves, we had this great talk. And, you know, I totally talked about doing like, hey, would you ever want to do those movie shows again? He goes, I'd love to do those shows again. But we got to get back in good with Esty again. <laughs> it's so funny. It's his place. We got to get back in good with Esty. Now, here's the plan. But we had a really good talk about everything. We talked about Israel. We talked about comedy. We talked about just everything. People that work there. What's going on? Music. It was really great. He's such a great guy. And he's been a really good friend. We talked about New Year's and all that kind of stuff. So that was, I was really pleased. And then I went back to the bar just because I was in such a good mood to have a drink. And I had a drink. And then it was pouring outside. And I'm like, this sucks because, you know, I don't like taking it. Like, I treated myself to a cab because I'm like, or no, I think I got an Uber. Right. So it was waiting for me. I'm like, I am not going to attempt to get home in the rain. I'm like, I've had it. It was already midnight. Not That's not that late for me, but it's later than usual on a Tuesday because usually, you know, it's like, oh, wait, it's only 9 o'clock because we start the show at 6, but we started an hour later, and then I hung out at the cell. You know, I haven't been hanging out that much. And uh, Noam and I arranged, so he knows I want to do a candlelight, a Hanukkah candlelighting ceremony there in two weeks, either on Tuesday or Wednesday, and he's up for that. I think it's an important time to do that. So I'm going to invite some people. You're all invited because it's just going to be the olive tree. What is that? Tuesday, either the 12th or the 13th. I'm not sure when. The little bring on my uh, my old school 70s menorah. The little lighting action, little Hanukkah action. Oh, get this! I had to take off on December 10th. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? My sister is making me take off December 10th because she needs me to see her in a her. Not my niece, not somebody's kid. She's in the Wizard of Oz as tree number two. And it might be tree number one. I'm like, you, I need to, are you for real? She goes, well, then, you know, we can make potato lockers after. I'm like, so you're blackmailing me into going to this show and I have to take off work so I can see you as tree number one. I mean, at least if you were the Wicked Witch or, or somebody else. I, I, what is this? What, what is she, five? I got to see my sister be tree number one? 
I got to sit through this piece of shit community play of the Wizard of Oz and why they chose the Wizard of fucking Oz to do for adults? What the fuck? But it makes for a good podcast. So you're welcome in advance. Let me tell you, folks, as I told you on the Tuesday show, if you haven't listened to our Billy Joel X show the letter x show this week i listened to it again in the car on the way to my mom's it's great and we've been getting a lot of nice comments that people feel similar obviously we had a good time and i really think you're going to enjoy it it's the best billy joel podcast we've done in 200 shows but you should definitely listen to the x one it's so much fun if you like billy joel you're gonna love it if you like me, you're going to love it. If you like Alon, you're going to love it. And if you love Paul Lauren, you're totally going to love it. I don't want to be alone anymore. I was checking you out. I was just making sure. Oh, oh, oh. No, I don't want to be alone anymore. And I want you tonight, although you heard me before. Oh, oh, oh. It didn't matter that I felt like a fool. I forgot when she walked through the door. A couple of surprises. When I say surprise, they ain't that great surprise, but they're still fun. Surprise if you do listen to Billy Joel A to Z. So please listen to that show. I'll see you tonight with Dino Stambatopoulos on the Tuesday show. Other than that, I'll see you next week on Just Out in the City. Good night, everybody. As long as you can tell me, 